0: Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know, the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So let's get started. Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Mary Inchauste and Kathleen Broadfoot. And Mary and Kathleen are working together to manage the show, the Pinners Conference in Indianapolis in October. And they're going to talk to us about their experience putting the show together, uh, the work they've done in the past for So Powerful. And if you listen to what they say, you might be inclined to sign up to be a show manager, too. So let's get started. Mary and Kathleen, how are you today? We're great. Good. Great. Very good.
1: Where and where are we talking to you from? Where are you? We are in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, basically in my dining room at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> some artwork behind it, and uh, we're very excited to be part of the Pinterest Conference.
0: Well, excellent, excellent. So, you are um, Mary. You are the show manager, and Kathleen, can you sort of explain your role? How are you helping Mary in, uh, in this?
2: Well, I'm I'm saying that my my duties are as support coordinator, which right. means whatever she asks me to do, I'm going to do. Uh, I'll take responsibility <laughs> of <Love> it.
1: <laughs> the perfect answer. But uh, just
2: just you know, uh, we're, we're going to work together on it. Um, you know, just make sure all of our eyes are dotted and Ts are crossed, and uh, uh, just work together to make it a very successful show
1: excellent we have we have known each other for a while we Mm -hmm. met through so powerful and by day i'm a architect so i have a lot of project management experience um coordinating some fairly large projects so i feel like this is just you know a natural step to be part of this booth manager position well certainly yes a 10 by 10 booth versus i understand
0: you designed much of the indianapolis Airport, is that right? The reception. I
1: participate in that project as as one of the project managers for five years. So I'm I'm very familiar with every detail.
0: (laughs) Well that's that's fantastic. We were thrilled when you signed up, I have to say. Okay, so um, the, the show that you're going to be the manager for is the Pinners Conference, and it's October 8th and 9th, and it's at the fairgrounds in Indianapolis. The Pinners Conference is different, and this is a new foray for So Powerful. The Pinners Conference is different than a quilt show in a few different ways. Can can both of
1: you talk about that a little bit? How, how do you see it as different? I think the most important part of it is that its target age group is... Uh- younger um, audience, mostly under 50 years, years, and it's a broad range, not just quilting. So anything that would be a craft that someone Mm -hmm. would be using Pinterest for would be participating in the conference. So we think we'll be able to get our message to a completely different crowd than maybe would attend a quilt conference. Cool.
2: That I agree with that. And I think too, this is gonna be a really artsy crowd. When I think about Pinterest, I think about uh, different techniques for doing different things. So, um, in fact, I had just seen a little video this morning and it showed cake decorating. It showed, uh, other kind of artistry like painting. Um, and in the video also it had like a mother and maybe an eight year old daughter and the eight year old daughter was decorating a cupcake. So you're just going to get a different crowd. The, um, the quilt shows are wonderful. You know, again, everybody comes to see those, to see the newest, the latest, the greatest, different designs and that, but this is design on a different kind of level.
1: I also think the crowd is maybe gonna be more receptive to learning something new because they're young And they're gonna be involved in all of these different Mm -hmm. crafts, probably more of a startup. Whereas I think of a quilt show as someone who's already been quilting. So it's a craft they're trying to perfect, not necessarily a craft that they might want to start or Mm -hmm. become proficient in. So we're hoping we recruit those new, um, so powerful first makers. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, Well, that's cool. And you know, your show in October is the first of three Pinners Conferences that So Powerful is going to participate in. So you're in October and then we have Salt Lake City in mid-November and Gottsdale, which is Phoenix, the week after that. So you're going to be our guinea pigs for the Pinners Conference. So we'll all be interested to hear exactly how that, that comes out. Kathleen, I know that you've participated in some So Powerful Quilt Shows before. And Mary, with your architecture background, I know that you've participated in other exhibitions or conferences where you had to do something similar, but let's start with you, Kathleen. Tell Uh us what shows have you participated in and what were your roles there? Uh, I was at Chicago and Paducah,
2: Kentucky and Atlanta and, uh, I was a a volunteer. I was a volunteer. I stood uh, at the front of the booth and if people had questions I would answer questions. Passing out brochures saying have you heard about the purse program. Um, You know just in general being very friendly and open and uh, you know asking if they had any questions. Um, And that's what I did at pretty much all three of the quilt shows. They were very similar. Mm -hmm. Uh, All three of the quilt shows were very similar. And you had the same kind of questions about every time. And uh, what what I loved is when people would just come and stop in front of the booth and they would just look. And then you'd say, you know, do you have a question about this? Or again, you you hand them a brochure, would you like to hear about the purse program? Um, Not just say, do you sew or do you, um, I don't know, just the question I like to ask was, um, again, would you like to hear about the purse program? That mm-hmm. wasn't just, it was, it was a yes or no question, but you could hand them a brochure and they automatically look at the brochure,
0: mm-hmm.
2: automatically look at it. So you've got the foot in the door by, by doing that. But uh, as far as my role, I was a volunteer and I had a lot of fun doing it.
0: Well, and it sounds like you've traveled to every show you've been to, but now you get to, to attend a show right in your own backyard.
2: That's well, still twenty miles for me, but uh, yeah, I
0: will be sleeping
2: in my own bed at night. Yes. Well,
0: well, that's cool. That's cool. Mary, what about you? Have you been in any so powerful shows or anything similar?
1: No, I had hoped to be in Chicago, and then um, I ended up with a really bad cold, so I I canceled. I mean, I I left the hotel room paid for, so I really was disappointed. Um, but Kathleen brought my purses and uh-huh. um, kind of took took over for me and mm-hmm. so uh, I'm looking forward to this this will be a lot of fun
0: we have some materials that are sort of put together uh, for the show managers in an in a way that's new that we haven't done before and I, I want to talk about those and I want to get your impression as to whether or not these are helpful for you or whether you feel like your creativity is being stifled and, and actually if you have some suggestions for us that would be great too so let's start with something new that we have this year which is the quilt show manager's handbook have you had a
1: chance to look through that and what do you think about it i definitely have it's excellent it has good links Uh to different areas you know so you can i've gone back and researched some portions of it that maybe i wanted more information and I think it's, um, I think of it as a really good map so I right. can get to the end of the road as most effectively and efficiently as possible and be ready for the show. I don't think it inhibits our creativity in yeah. any way. Uh, it actually is helpful because you're not standing around trying to make a decision. Right oh, should we put this here or how, how to set it up? It's very straightforward. And from a branding, you know, in my work, we talk to our clients a lot about branding and how important it is to ha- make a, a good um, statement mm-hmm. to the, you know, to represent who you are and having a, a, a booth design that's well thought out, it's very important. It's, and I totally support what mm-hmm. you know, put together.
2: And it's obvious it's had some time spent on it as a guideline
1: and I feel that's feel like, like the experience from the past quilt shows um is reflected here in the way that it's put together and the thoughts mm-hmm. thoughts that are involved even the most helpful thing like be sure to bring a tool kit be sure to bring right. a little first aid kit be sure to bring a step ladder like
2: the comfortable shoes i love that wear comfortable shoes, right. wear comfortable shoes. Right. Yeah, that was in there <laughs> twice.
1: There's yes. things that you would, if you were the first time doing it, you would ha- have to think about an awful lot of things that right now it's, it's mm-hmm. covered in it as a roadmap. So it's excellent. Okay. All right. Well, and so you alluded
0: to the booth standards, and I will tell you, I've been to two different shows where this worked, two different ways. In one show, we had everybody who had an opinion about how to arrange the booth that that booth took forever to put up because every single piece of of merchandise and display had to be like decision by committee, you can imagine that was not good. The next year, there was like a a piece of paper. And it was like, follow this. And somebody said, Well, I think it should go there. And I said, Oh, sorry, this is what we're doing. It's on the paper. And that was like, oh, okay. And I mean, that was like a two second conversation versus a 20 minute conversation for every single thing. So we don't want to inhibit creativity, but at the same time, setting up the booth should be the least of your worries. I mean, you're doing preparation to get there. And then you just want to execute that that you know that's that part by the time you're at that point you really aren't up for debates and discussions about how you're going to do it right it's yeah.
1: also a big time commitment so it, keeping it the time commitment for the setup and the teardown should be minimal really yeah exactly mm-hmm.
0: it's- yeah and so then you also talked about the checklist and um i think there's things like zip ties and duct tape and just a lot of things that you probably already have in your in your home that you've acquired over time and right you throw those into a box but there are a few things that you may or may not have but your neighbors or or your other volunteers may have like folding tables what what do you think about that
1: collaborated on those so Mm -hmm. we'll have our game on for the tables there's no problem and
2: and something like this like I my sister and I do craft shows so I have tables Mm -hmm. you know it's just going to make sure the right measurements I have tablecloths so things like that again we're good at collaborating on to make sure the booth is fully staffed in that way and
1: i have a um semi-empty garage (laughs) so we're just gonna get get ahead of time we're gonna start stockpiling in one place that's right you know like we have to have those wooden dolls for the the quilted what are they banners so i'm just like i'm gonna get them and i'm gonna put them in that sec everything that we're just gonna get it in one place so when it gets down to the wire of the show Kathleen can come here. Mm-hmm. I'm very close to the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. I have carts and I have access to ways to move stuff and we'll just have it all together. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to be running around. And the right. checklist then is fabulous because you can mark down the, oh, we already got that. It's in right.
2: And we want to get as much done as possible beforehand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's another good reason for having this is to say, oh, you know, I need that. Again, mm-hmm. I know into Paducah, I think it was, we borrowed the neighbor's hammer a lot. I forget what we needed it for, but we borrowed it a lot. And uh, then, you know, of course we'd have to return it, but it was like, oh, we should
0: have thought about bringing a hammer. So you could be singing if I had a hammer right about now. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the, the little first aid kit is in there too. And not that I think we've ever had to use it, but it just made me feel better to know that if somebody right. smashed their finger or whatever, there was we had a band aid. I think it it helps our volunteers know that we're thinking about them and we have their best interest mm-hmm. at heart. And the other thing that's really important is that fold up step ladder because we're yeah. hanging things eight feet up off the ground and
1: yeah we have two we're ready (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i
0: i can tell you you are exactly ready okay then we have a brand new thing this year called show manager survey and supplier requisition form and the purpose of this is again it's similar to the checklist in that you think about certain things and you're going to learn about your show in depth more than just the casual attendee or even even booth volunteers so you're going to need to research whether the show requires so powerful to have insurance uh, what any tax implications might be even though we're non-profit in some places you still have to file as a non-profit
1: for sales tax yeah, yeah. for
0: sales tax and yeah so there's some things in there that uh ask you some fairly detailed questions about that. So that does require a little bit of research, but we try and point you in the right direction to be able to get all that information. And then the most important question is, how many attendees do you expect? Because that then generates an order for you for supplies that are going to come from So Powerful based on expected attendance. Yeah,
2: I think we're gonna have very good attendance at this. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a new thing. Um, with the time period that it's in in the fall, people it's are wanting to, to get Christmas. out. Pre-Christmas, they're going to be thinking about Christmas presents, even though um, our, our booth doesn't really uh, stand for that, or not, how do I want to say that, that's mm-hmm. not coming, they're not coming to buy Christmas presents from us, but um, they're thinking ahead and they're, they're thinking again yeah, about think how to get their a creativity lot of en-
1: enthusiasm to attend the conference right. uh in the fall in that I time window. So. right right yeah and the weather should be nice Thanksgiving, so it's when people are gearing up to be mm-hmm. thinking about right a whole variety of thing, crafts
0: well and we will have the we are so powerful book that could be uh, a nice little christmas present there so mm-hmm. How are you doing in finding volunteers to work in the booth? What what have you done, and what are the results, and what do you still need? Very
1: simple. We we um, made a list of who we knew that already made purses, uh-huh. and then uh, I told other people to fill out the form, and they were coming. So, yeah. so, so that sounds kind of dictatorship, but you know, I, um, I I think you have to really get point blank with uh-huh. people and say we really need you you the gal at my office she hosted a little sewing party at her house and she made a purse and she's she'll be perfect and so I said this morning I said I need you to fill out the form I need I put it a calendar invite and I I was pretty direct with people and I'm saying this you may cut this out of the podcast but I think you when you're looking for a volunteer you have to be pretty direct like we need you Uh And and then people really are more likely to step forward if they think you are kind of wishy-washy about it. There's plenty of ways to spend my right. time. Do you agree? And
2: I, I do. And um, I'm going to go around to the local. We're, we're very blessed in our area. Within maybe 60 miles, we've got 10 or so wonderful quilt shops. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be sure and take the brochures to those, along with maybe a sticker on the brochure saying, uh, you know, come to the Pinners Conference or come see our booth at the Pinner's Conference at the State Fairgrounds on October 8th and 9th, I think that's the date. Anyway, and just really say, hey, you know, look at this website and uh, come to our booth. In fact, volunteer for our booth. It's a lot of fun and uh, we'd love
1: to have you. Mm-hmm. So We use social media too, so right away mm-hmm. I sent out a post on Facebook and so one of our volunteers saw the post and mm-hmm. immediately got on and filled out the form so i think you have to use a multifaceted approach right um to reach as many people as possible and, and it won't just be
2: the one time we'll probably you'll probably post it or well, uh, requirements I, we'll continue
1: for it. to keep doing mm-hmm. it because we'll have updates and um right and i i so far I haven't used my personal facebook because I, I haven't but it's possible that that would be appropriate too In the past, my office posted a, um, well, I wonder if it was Facebook or Instagram, but they actually featured that I did this and was contributing, because they like to... Get the social... Yeah, to show that their employees are contributing, giving back to the community and what we would be doing. I thought it was really interesting. So I probably will um, see if I can enlist them to do another Posting it would probably be more effective if it's closer to the time of the conference Mm -hmm. because their things reach our clients and Vendors and people in the local area. Mm -hmm. So it got so our marketing gal who was shocked by this She goes we got one of the highest number of likes from that Really that post of anything they had done up to that point. Point wow! On that, that posting so we put you know a project a school's completed a project is finished um, numerous things on there so and i think people love to help
2: too sure. you know and if it's something especially again going to a quilt shop and i just um, joined american sewing guild and i went to one of their meetings uh, which i'm going to keep going to and i had my little demonstration about the so powerful purses and they all took a brochure um, but people love to help, especially if that's something they can do mm-hmm. and something, you know, I said, and these were experienced sewers. And so I said, you know, you can make a purse in from, from start to finish in two hours, you know, it, it doesn't take up a lot of time. It takes a minuscule amount of fabric. and. Um, that people like to help when they can, they love helping. So
1: I think, you know, in my case, I have my job, my industry partners, but you could reach out to your church, you, mm-hmm. could, you know, if you're involved in another organization, everybody has a group, that, a group. Mm-hmm. that they have interest in. So I'd encourage people to think outside the box that there might really be some good avenues mm-hmm. to find new people if you just kind of brainstorm a little bit about right. who that might be.
0: Yeah, I I think so too. And you mentioned filling out the form and we're talking about on the sopowerful.org website under about us is a section called volunteer opportunities and that's where you go and you pick the, the time and place of the show that you want to be a booth volunteer for and you just fill out the form and It comes to me and then I forward it on to the show manager and then they have your contact information. And it's a great way to volunteer and I've done it myself and it is, it's really fun and you know, the time flies by like that. And the shifts are, uh, have you thought about how long your shifts are going to be? I think That's we're going to do
1: two-hour shifts. And then people could, you know, do double or they do, do one and then go to the sh- show for two hours and then come back for a second shift or whatever works with their schedule. Mm-hmm. That's and what and I was going to say. Somebody, two hours and is not if that we long. need to overlap if we need to overlap, you know, maybe somebody has only a one-hour shift or something, we can be flexible too right yeah cool well yeah and and two hours goes pretty fast
0: when you're talking to a lot of people and it was always amazing to me that they would see the display and they would have this puzzled look on their face right. like, like you know and then they would say are these purses for sale and, right you know right. that was a very common question and that really led it led then to may I tell you about the purse project and and so yeah it was it was always a good lead in have you thought about your donor dinner
1: I have I have lots of suggestions of where it might be we need to think about um logistics for parking Mm -hmm. and for people to get there so there's there's a gazillion choices yeah can you talk
0: about what the donor dinner is and and the purpose of it
1: Well, I think the purpose, first and foremost, is to just get everyone to know each other Mm -hmm. um, who are going to be standing in a booth and give you time to do your personal chatting, uh, Mm -hmm. introduce yourself, talk about your family, how you got into So Powerful, so that when you're in the booth, that's just another piece of information that Mm -hmm. makes it easier to work together. When you're there in the booth, and um, we were targeting for Thursday evening after okay. we had gotten the booth set up, thinking people would still be in the area, it could be that some of the people are coming from a little distance away, like, mm-hmm. like you drive 20 miles. Mm-hmm. So we would try to pick a, a restaurant that is easy to a, get easy to. to, easy to get to, not terribly expensive, wide variety, and of that doesn't choices. have a lot of
2: music. When we went to uh, Chicago, I believe it was, was and and Jason and Cinnamon, and uh, there were Donna Moskowski, and uh, a couple other people. We went to a place that had live band, and it was loud. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But it was fun, it was fun, and it was nice getting to know other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, again, who have similar interests to you, who are uh, working on the same project you're working on, it's it was fun.
1: Well, and then you get sewing tips. You get tips on you know where you got your fabric. You got tips mm-hmm. on how to decorate the purses differently. Right. Like how to just understand what the program is all about because you have to tell you have to tell others about mm-hmm. it. Um, so it is. You get
2: to know people on a personal level.
0: Well, and you know you can also invite local purse makers, or even donors, if you're aware of that, just to join you for the dinner, they don't necessarily have to be people that are going to be in the booth. Right. One of the advantages of having a so powerful booth in your hometown is that people can bring their finished purses to the booth. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell our listeners about that.
1: Well, you know, there's some, there's some energy involved in getting your purses bagged up, Mm-hmm. packed up, take dragged to the post office, it costs money to mail them, so the advantage of it here is if you bring them to the booth or even drop them off to me or Kathleen mm-hmm. before, right. um, then all of that effort is taken care of because it will be shipped, packed up and shipped at the end of the show and the cost uh, covered by someone else, not you personally. Right. And the nice
2: thing is, she lives on the north side, I live on the south side, so uh, we got them covered by all bases here. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah. and this could be a call for purses so that you could display those exactly
2: at, his, at the exactly. show. Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, and as people drop them off, you know, we can either switch them out on the um, panels or mm-hmm. didn't you have a basket in Chicago where people brought we their did. purses and so you could see what other people have made? It's very mm-hmm. inspiring to see the different purses that people oh. make.
2: It's amazing to see, you know, what what uh, the different using just different fabrics, but using the same pattern and how they can look so different and so
1: lovely and lovely.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah. There have been some incredible ones we've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, I know at one one show that I did, we had um, a nine year old person made the beginner purse. And of course, it was basic and it wasn't perfect, but it was obviously recognizable as as an as a purse and then we had people who had been doing it for years and they were all all fancy and of course the value of the purse is that it's a vessel of love to to deliver Mm -hmm. the the reusable feminine hygiene supplies so the girls can stay in school but yeah it's just so fun to see all the different styles and techniques and embellishments and how people do straps and just little details are amazing
2: and when they hear the story too i think that's when it really hits home Mm -hmm. you know when they hear what the purse is actually meant for that's when it that's when it really tugs at your
0: heart yeah absolutely absolutely well mary and kathleen show managers extraordinaire Um,
2: (laughs) Um, yeah so far so good
0: so far so good thank you so much for your time and this this has been a really fun chat talking about so powerful quilt shows and if you're a listener and you would like to volunteer we still need many volunteers at many different shows so check out our website the sopowerful.org website under about us and volunteer opportunities and Uh, At the time we're recording this, we still have an opening for a couple of show managers for later in the year. So if you listen to Mary and Kathleen, you know, we're going to walk you through it. So it it won't be overwhelming. It will be, um, it's not easy. We're not saying it's easy. We're saying you're going to need to put some effort into it, but we will hold your hand as you go through it. So that's right. Thank you to both of you, and it's been a pleasure, and I will talk with you soon. And in fact, I'm going to go to the Indianapolis show and be a Booth Volunteer. So um, I think I need to fill out the form. Did you fill so. out your form? <laughs> you
1: I, I guess I'll do that
0: after we hang up here. So, okay. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L dot O-R-G. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful story. Thanks for listening. Now go out and have a so powerful day.